You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. And we're finally doing our Get to Know You episode. We were very confident that you guys would not actually love to get to know us. I was like, hi, we apologize that you're listening to us now. We're sorry for the experience. (laughs) We're sorry for your tuning in to listen to us. Um, We love you unconditionally. Never leave us. (laughs) <laughs> but then people started like asking us on Instagram a lot of questions and we're like, who are you? Like sending us beautiful, well-written emails yeah. and they were just like, how did you guys meet? All these things. So we decided to actually do an episode because it was like um, requested. And so we're like, okay, um, if you want to know who we are, yeah. here we are. So we have some fun things we'll planned totally out. Do yeah, we have some fun things planned out. We're going to talk about people's, we had everyone do like assumptions about us. Um, we wanted to review people's unpopular opinions. Uh, we wanted to talk about, people wrote like the books they're ashamed to admit they're obsessed with and we were going to react to those. Reading embarrassing stories and then also um, questions that they have for us. Um, and so we have all those all kind of set up and now we got to talk about TikTok. <laughs> oh yeah, that was our cold, like that's like our cold open. I have to talk about the fact that I have been scrolling on TikTok and I somehow got to like the side of TikTok where there is this trend going around that you do videos and it's like you don't see color and like you don't see color until you meet your soulmate or until you like make eye contact with your soulmate and then when you do like the world blooms into color and it's all of the videos are to the song the Demi Lovato song where it's like um uh how does it go you make me anyways that one (laughs) I was like gonna sing it and then I was like I can't do that no sing it sing it Anna I want it (laughs) oh that's like but um like but the cover up won't let it show anyways that song oh putting my defenses up I don't want to fall in love if you ever did that I think I have a heart attack yeah um and I watched like one video of it and it was Marvel and you guys I, they will not stop showing up on my For You page, and I can't stop watching them. I'm, like, weirdly impressed with the storytelling that they're able to do. Right. And there's always people with, like, the green screen behind them of, like, like, they're talking to Tony Stark, and they're, like, still haven't, like, still not seen color yet? Nope, still not met, still haven't met my soulmate. Maybe it'll happen one day. And then it's, like, ding, the elevator opens, and it's, like, Tony Stark is, like, oh, like, I'm glad you guys are here. I'd like you to be my friends. This is, this is. Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes and she like turns around to make eye contact with Bucky and it's like color blooms and it's like <gasps> and they're like weirdly good we thought out except so for well. there was one where she made this girl made eye contact with Thanos <laughs> and like she started to color and I was like no I saw one with like Jar Jar Banks and homegirls like she like he like introduces her to Anakin or like what is it Obi-Wan introduces her to Anakin and she doesn't see anything she's like oh and then she sees Jar Jar Binks and he's like he's like what and she's like nothing nothing like at all <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is just sitting there like <laughs> doing the weird scene because <laughs> he does that like weird head bob thing <laughs> like whatever it is it sounded like a chicken being murdered <laughs> like I don't know that being so funny Celine oh my gosh <laughs> 
so much. I'm so glad we're starting this morning off just complimenting each other. Okay, so um, this isn't really shopkeeping, but I wanted to talk about the books. Since this is not like a book-related episode, it's it's strictly about us. Sorry if you're listening and being like, I wonder what books they have to recommend. We're just talking about us. And actually, it's more of the community page because like we're talking about things that the listeners have. Mm -hmm. Listeners and Instagram followers have like written us. We have gone from 400 followers to 4,000 followers in one month. So we went from like, no one's listening to us, no one's paying attention to us, to like, we need to make sure we're not saying anything we're talking about. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we thought we'd talk about Edenbrook and Blackmore and the experience of what it has been. It's so cute. I am reading Blackmore right now. Um, and I like how dramatic the main is her name Kitty. I like how dramatic she is. It's Kate, actually. If anyone is listening to this, it's Kate. She hates being called Kitty for a very specific reason. Oh, okay. I've only read the first two pages and her sister called her Kitty, so I was like, ooh, sorry. Oh girl, don't even But Edenbrook is so Yes. What? It has that immediate payoff that I was just looking for in all my life. And I think the heroine oh, yeah. is like, you're kind of a cute little ditzy thing, but it's like you love her and the yeah, story is so good. Is it Philip? Mm-hmm. Is Phil is Philip the main character? Yeah, Philip's the main character. He's obviously like the perfect the main, male character written by a woman, but zero flaws. Actually, I read *Air of Edenbrook*, which like is so sweet. My friend Ashley, Ashley, um, she literally bought me the book. She was like, "You need to read these. Here's okay. the books. Go." I also bought the like prequel. There you go. Like she's like, "You have to experience this." So I read it, and then I was like, I posted on Instagram, and I was like. I'm so ashamed I read this book like that like is so not our genre and I like read it in like literally five hours I was so obsessed I didn't sleep and everyone was like Edenbrook I love that book and they just like thousands of it like started this whole chain yeah flooded in we're just like Edenbrook's the best so like it's not just us saying that it's good I like the payoff though the payoff and Edinburgh is cute, yeah. And I was like, yeah. where's, the, where's the romance? Or when's, like, because it's historical fiction, it's like, they can't, they can only touch hands or whatever. And I was like, girl. I, I know, like, I was being kind of a hoe, and I was like, listen, <laughs> I will read historical fiction, but I need a little bit more than, like, his hand brushed against my hand and, like, tingles went away. And I was like, I just need a little bit more than that. Blackmore has that. I literally, mm-hmm. like, pull up my screenshots from that. I don't know, are we allowed to read that on a, on our podcast? I don't think you sent me anything actually, like, too bad okay i guess this is like this is tough this is totes not like the most appropriate thing i've ever sent oh i can't find it never mind okay but it's so good so if you're looking for like a really good standalone that you'll read and consume in hours and it's so good it has a good payoff edenbrook and blackmore they're this, written by the same author we love them they're very cute yes and then right now we're brainstorming merch we're in a very big mm-hmm. um like brainstorming phase i think but I like next month or so we really want to be able to like have merch for you guys well and like look out for the next even just couple of weeks like we might be sporting some mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which will be super cool oh and we get to see each other in person like i'm so excited for that in literally a month like i get to see you we also have been planning our harry potter trip together and i'm so ready i'm so excited for that too it's gonna be so good my body's ready but yeah okay so let's move into <laughs> let's move into these questions yeah. um this is from so there's a a bunch of people that have written questions we had like 75 questions so the first question they have is um how did you guys become friends i think we've talked about this before but we definitely met when we were both living in rexburg idaho mm-hmm. um and 
our husbands were going to school up there and we just lived like in the same apartment complex and we actually went to church together mm-hmm. and at first like I first met Celine and I was like oh I want to be this girl's friend like Celine was the girl who was literally friends with like everyone and so I'm like I want to be her friend but I was like weird and like it wasn't an instant friendship thing <laughs> Well, that's what sucks is I was just sitting there like, I like literally did not, because you were quiet. And so, so my perception of you is that you were just this really cool girl that was just like quiet. And I was just like sitting there like, she's cool. I'll probably, like because I just think of myself as like a retarded human. And so I was just like, she probably don't want to do with this hot mess. And I think like we talked about this so many times on episodes that it's like really hard to make friendships when you like have that insecurity in yourself. So you're like, no, they'll never whatever. And then it's like, we've built trust. So like we would go to events together with lots of friends. And then I remember us like getting just really close when we found out that we loved books. And I was like, oh my gosh, I finally have someone I could talk about books with who likes the exact same books. Because for so long, it was like, I would talk about this book series and I would be like, that's cool. Wait, there's what? Magic? Fantasy? Blah, blah, blah. And I'd just be sitting there like, stop judging Stop judging me yep. because there's an element of like magic in these books. Like, but then you were like, no, 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 I, I dig it. And I was like, okay, let's talk about I it. I love it. Possibly more than you do. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love your fallen angels obsession so much. But anyway, so then that like really, what's really cool though, is our relationship was a good slow burn. It like went, it, it really like over the years grew really, really strong and like. I really did. Yeah. And then over the past like two years or so, it's been really strong. And like over the past year, it's gotten to the point where I literally Anna, like, it, it made me so happy when you called me the other day. You're like, I just, I just miss you. And I was like, yes! <laughs> Validation, thank you. I've been texting you all day. Yeah, like, I love it because now we, like, talk every single day for, like, hours and it's, it feels really good. So, mm-hmm. someone great. was asking, how do we maintain um, a, what is it, like, a long distance friendship? We just obsessively talk to each other all the time. So I think I tagged you in this thing on Facebook yesterday and I have to pull it up and read it because to me it was so freaking funny. Yes. I think like another thing that is really helpful is just that um, I think I like, I, I warned Anna a lot of times. I was like, I just want to let you know that when you, if you want this friendship, it's kind of a lot, but like, I will love you th- so thoroughly. And if you're okay with that constant <laughs> attention, she's like, no, Celine, give it to me. Give it to me now. I was like, okay, yes. perfect. Um, <clears throat> but it said... I just found it. But yeah, I think the best long distance friendship tips that we have is just like, I love the fact that we have planned out times to see each other in person or sending each other like things and having a common interest has been really helpful because like we read books together all the time. And this podcast has been a great way to maintain a friendship because it like make it like force. That's actually why I want to do a podcast with you. Cause I was like, even if all we do is just meet and talk about books once a week, at least I have someone to, like, we have like a conversation that yeah. grew quick. So <laughs> Um, sorry, my phone keeps ringing because I have my questions up. That's like my issue. So I'm just like, so sorry if you guys are hearing my phone ding and it's because I need to like airdrop this question over. So why don't you, what were you going to be pulling up that video? Um, no, that Facebook thing. Yeah, that Facebook thing. Go. I just, I don't, I can't pull it up because I don't remember exactly, but it was like, I love friendships that like rely on codependency. Like, hey, you want to hang out 20 days in a row with me? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes, 1000% yes. And that's like what I think has been really fun is like just being not being afraid to be completely vulnerable either. You know what I mean? Okay, perfect. I just pulled up those questions. 
There we go. Yeah, I'm okay. like, you don't have them on your phone, so they're not in front of me right now. Okay, so first off, I feel like we should also introduce who the crap we are, too, if we're doing getting to know us. We're like, hi, I'm just this disembodied voice that talks really loud, and then Anna's the chiller voice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Celine. Um, I'm 25 years old. I have a toddler named Adelaide. My husband is freaking hot and amazing and really kind and i love him but um he's been in pa school and school for like the past six years while i've been graduated for the past six years so i've had a lot of time to read some books along the way um and also i'm a wedding photographer and i would 1000 percent die like actually lose consciousness if i met taylor swift in person like i wouldn't i shouldn't like if someone was like would you like to meet taylor swift i would say no because honestly <laughs> It wouldn't be okay. I wouldn't walk out of that alive. <laughs> okay, what about you? Uh, yeah, I'm Anna. I born and raised in Virginia, so like, I was raised in the South a little bit. I live in Utah right now. Um, yeah, my husband's been going to school the last like five years, and I've been done with school then too. So like, definitely can relate to that. We have a little boy <laughs> named Lincoln. He's got curly blonde hair, and he's like the absolute best in the whole world. Yeah, I love reading. He's the most beautiful child. People literally name their children after him because he's so perfect. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. His hair is like a golden ray of sunshine. It's fine. <laughs> it really is, though. It's got these, like, perfect little curls. Every time she sends me a picture, I'm like... <laughs> it's so cute. And he does this cute thing where he, like, he loves soft blankets. And so, like, every time he has a soft blanket, he, like, hugs it super close and, like, squirt, like, does a little dance. I love that so much. Yeah, absolutely best. Okay, so these are some good questions. So um, these are pretty, how did you get into Bookstagram? That's a really good question. Oh, yeah. Um, I honestly, like mostly it was you, Celine. Like we started this podcast and then we started our Instagram for it. Um, and I think like we just dived right into it. But honestly, the community is so nice and welcoming well, and like fun that it wasn't very, like it wasn't hard at all. Like we posted, I remember like, I was like, cause I've been doing marketing for years mm -hmm. because for my photography business, like I've, I went to college and then ever since then I've been doing like that. And so for me, I was like, oh, these are the rules. These are like how we market ourselves. And um, then I like posted three posts on, on Instagram for our book page. And already people were like, welcome to the community. Oh my gosh, it's so great. I'm going to follow you, blah, blah, blah. And like, we had like so many people like freaking Katie. Hey Katie, if you're listening to this, I love you. But like immediately people like Katie who had so many followers already, but was just so eager to talk books with us and was so funny and sweet. Um, immediately, like we've just found really good friends and like we try to like if anyone's DMing us and like is commenting back, like we try to like really keep that conversation going too because people are just so kind on there and everyone's commenting and I don't know, I think everyone's just helping everyone out. It's very kind. So, but Bookstagram, I literally have bought 40 books yeah. in the past two months because of Bookstagram. Mm, I'm like, can we write this off if we ever oh, make yeah. money off this it's That's like pros and cons. Pros and cons, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's been basically the simplest firm bookstagram. We started, we got like maybe 10 followers a month from like November until January, February. And then in March, I started making stupid videos of myself looking like an idiot. And then Anna joined and then suddenly that blew up weird. Suddenly now we have 4,000. Suddenly we, thank you, books and batches. She was like, you should make reels. They help. And I was like, okay. And then I did it. And I was like, hello, everyone. These do um, help. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they do. So, okay. Lou 12.88. She said, there's a fire and you can save only one book, but it's gotta be one you disliked. Which one would it be? 
Oh, ooh. Can it be like a love-hate relationship? No, I was going to name a book, but I can't. I can't out myself like that. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I think it's time we eventually out ourselves. I think it's time. Do we just talk It would be Akatar. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> if someone's listening to this podcast episode to like get to know us, we need, this is for your eyes, your ears only. Don't tell anyone else. Because like, Don't if they're, listening to us, they're not, they're not listening to this episode to like get the good books. They're getting to know us. And I think we, it's time we had to talk about Akatar. It's safe. <laughs> this is a safe place for us to say it. Go ahead, Anna. Go. I just, I loved like a court of mist and fury. Like I thought that book was pretty good. The plot, it was interesting. I liked the character development, but like didn't love Akatar, the first book. Um, didn't love and I feel like any book after that I'm like is there even a plot other than like the bad boys what's the plot like is listening to this crying into their bed right now but I agree I think it's because I don't love Farah, and that's my problem Mm -hmm. is that like I haven't seen a lot of growth or communication in Farah, and that's really where it's hard Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm listening to Wings of Ruin because I wanted to finish it because I think I just kind of quit in the middle when it was really slow and I was like, I can't do this anymore. We also binged the series in like a week and that's a lot of information to process at the same time. And also we had like an audience of people who had just joined randomly were like, read the books, read the books. We're like, we're going to love them. We're going to love them. So I think there was like a lot of combinations for it. If I had discovered it myself, I think it would have been a little different. But I read the first book like a couple of years ago and I never picked the other series up because Mm -hmm. I just like... There are just too many flaws. Oh, can I also say a very unpopular opinion in the Akatar community? I think that Tamlin deserves an arc. Maybe he does. We haven't gotten there in in Wings of Ruin yet, but I think he does. I'm like, he was just as hurt and ruined as Feyre, and Mm -hmm. Feyre was just lucky enough to have someone like Ryzen come and save her and help her pull herself out of that, and he's got no one to help him do that for him. So, like, I get that he made He got everything taken from him, and I think he was really stupid. Um, but I will say that Reza's like statement where he's like the villain's usually the one that locks the princess up and the hero's the one that like lets her out. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So yeah. I will say that and like the things that like I think Reese is an amazing, multifaceted, amazing um yeah. male character that I just really love and like if I ever like wrote a book, I would like take parts of his stuff. And my aunt was texting me. Hi, Aunt Edda, I love you. Um, she listens to this podcast and has been texting me her reactions. <laughs> of, okay. Um, but she was like, I am so mad. I feel like Farah and like Farah is not worthy of Rizan. And I'm like, first off, who is? <laughs> who is? He, she, he, sorry. She, as in Sarah J. Moss, wrote him as the literal perfect character. Yes. So He's- like, he will always make the right decisions and be like, Farah, like you take the time that you need. It's so beautiful. But that's why Feyre is so hard to like because in situations where, like, she could help other people, she's like, I just took, like, a step back and if they need to do something, they'll, like, come to me about it. I'm like, no. Yes. I was talking about, like, the companionable silences. I'm like, why are you sitting in silence when there's clearly stuff you need to talk about with Lucia? Like, what, yeah. girl? I think we're, I'm just still stuck in Wings of Ruin. I think a lot of people are like, just finish it so you can get the closure that you need because I think there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But I just, it was like, it's like the ultimate hill. It was like, it's doing good. Okay, okay. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. No, <laughs> no. Like, and so like, Court of Wings and Ruin. I was just sitting there like, yes. Like, I will die for this uh-huh. book. So, it, it honestly, Court of Wings and Ruin was my favorite. But I do not love when characters don't communicate for the sake of plot driven mm-hmm. pl- plot purposes. And I felt like that was just happening. And I don't know. I think I need to be patient with it. And I think I'm very impatient with authors when they're not when they're. St- when they're like, don't make their heroines communicate or her- yeah. heroes communicate. I was like, oh, yeah. 
So anyways, um, I don't want to be stuck no, with that. I don't want to be stuck with that one. Nope. <laughs> they said it's, there's only one book, but it's gotta be one you disliked. I'm like, no, I don't want to be stuck with one I dislike. This is horrible. <laughs> Crap. I only no. buy books that I've, that I like. So I'm just sitting here looking for books and I'm like, um. oh, I have a book. Okay. Um, the Storm Crow. Did I ever, t- do you remember when I was telling you I was reading that? No. I've never talked about it on the podcast and I, I only read it like a month ago. Okay. When I was going to visit my parents. Let me pull it up on my Goodreads thing so that I can like talk about it. Um, it was what I thought was going to be turning into. Um, I, w- I want to make sure I get the name right. So I'm looking this up. Yeah. The Storm Crow. I rated it only three stars on Goodreads because I, I think it was my own fault for the expectations. I thought, I thought it was going to be like an enemies to lovers thing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like Kaylin jo- Josephson, who wrote the book, she wrote who the, the villain is not really. What the heck is his name? Yeah, I would go with Akatar. Sorry, just really quick while you're thinking about that. I'm like, I would definitely do Akatar because there are parts that I did like about it, but I also disliked. So I'm like, yeah, I would do Akatar because there's still good stuff in it that I could pull from. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, anyways, the story of Stormcrow is like this girl is forced to marry the crown prince of his other kingdom to save her her ruined kingdom, and they like killed these crows that are big and they used to ride them. But she just wrote the, the like main guy character, the prince, to be very multifaceted. And like you could tell that he doesn't agree with a lot of the things he, his kingdom does and his mother does. Yeah. And he, he wants a redemption. You can feel that from him. But then like randomly halfway through the first book, the main character, her name is Kaliza, meets another guy who like does alchemy and like falls weirdly in love with him. And then he becomes the like love interest. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. What about the prince? What about his arc? I don't understand like and the book ends with her like running away from him with this other guy and she's like I, I'm in love with this guy like we're gonna spend our lives together and I'm like I feel like it just came out of nowhere so weird anyways that was my like dumb rant about a book that nobody asked for hey I love that for you to be fair this is an episode where it's just like get to know us so like if anybody wants to listen to it great this is just us literally having a conversation about it um yeah so I think that that's a good point um <laughs> I also think that, like, at some point I want to do an episode where we talk about Save the Cat because, honestly, 80% of the problems I have are with, save like, issues that Save the Cat addresses. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I would just love to, like, do a, be, like, what we hate, like, points in books that, like, I – that's when I DNF something or, like, that's when I'm, like, mm-hmm. I have an issue with this thing and if the author doesn't fix this, then I'm there. Because, like, not that I'm, like, someone credible, but I've read – we read well over a thousand books each. So many books, yeah. Well over. And so for us, like, we can identify pretty easily when a character doesn't have, like, a redeeming thing. Like, I'm watching Dawson's Creek right now, and I'm just sitting there like, I literally, why is Dawson? Why is this his creek? Why is he the main character? I don't love him. He's annoying, but. <laughs> okay, so Kay Jackson, who we DM 24-7, love her. Can mm-hmm. we please be best friends? I volunteer myself to be your new Canadian best friend. Accepted. We accept. Yes. Be our best you can be our best friend we really are not very like cool and so if you dm us it just makes us feel cool and so yeah. if you just like message us we will message you back unless you're a creepy man asking for like screenshots of my toes like no like get off <laughs> like then you can like leave sorry i'm not about that sugar daddy life well i am but like not on my book like keep that keep that not where anna, anna can see it if you're gonna do it <laughs> message me on my look like that's a business page for a business account okay if i'm gonna make money message me on there don't message me on bookstagram 
Oof, now that we've got that out of the way. Yes. Knows how to miss look you. for the live photo video if you would like to be my sugar daddy. Tanner will 100% <laughs> consent as long as it's just, you know, toes and below, okay? Toes and below. <laughs> There's nothing really below toes, but you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, do you wish you could be a book's main character? It's fun to read, but I don't want to be the chosen one. Amen! Okay, talk about That's this. so true. I, if I could just be, like, in the same year as Harry Potter... If I could just like exist yes. next to him, like he can go through all those hard trials and I'll just focus on if I'm like, doing my post homework, if I'm doing this right. Yeah. And then I can think about my career afterwards and what I want to do. And I still that's get like true. some of the action because I'm next to him. Yes. I think that's a really good point except I would never want to be um, a side character in JK Rowling's world. I have like a 50-50 chance of getting that alive. I'm just saying. That's very <laughs> true. Just become like really become a love interest to someone maybe i'll just start dating oh i'll like i'll i'll thirst drop everyone i'll start dating jacob malfoy oh my gosh everyone's just like get off anna get off this podcast leave draco's mine (laughs) like daddy issued man (laughs) i feel like when you did that reel of like their height differences of like draco malfoy or whatever i was laughing so hard at like everyone's heights like what was it? Rizan was like six four. I was like, holy. You and I was like, could, I was like on my very tiptoes. I was like, I can't hold this very long. It was so funny. Okay, I think so. I don't think I could be a books main. Actually, I would one thousand percent live in the Shadow and Bone series. One hundred percent. I would be down to be Alina. She's been through it, but I also think like her gift and power to be able to like, I would be down to be a main character if it meant that I could like have powers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Honestly, so what? So you would want to be. I don't like want to be the you- chosen one. I don't love the attention. But to be fair, I'm an ENFJ. I am the protagonist. That is yeah. literally what the description of my personality is. So, like... That's true. But I definitely don't want the attention. Because, like, Harry's like, I actually hate this. Book one, he's like, I'm the chosen one. Book four, he's like, I hate myself this so freaking much. sucks. Everyone I love yeah. dies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, trying to think. If I had to be in the Grishaverse, I would want to be a... um. What are they called? I would want to do like something with the like elements. Yes. Yes. That would be so freaking cool. I would not want to be a heart render. Never. No, I don't want that responsibility. Get that away from me. I don't want to feel someone's heart mm-hmm. in my in my hands. Does that like not literally in my hands, but like, you know what I mean? It's like it's like yeah. a bad version of the force. No, I totally agree. Okay, it says, what inspired y'all to start the podcast? And how do you stay motivated to keep going? This is a good question. A good question. So first question. Go ahead. What inspired us? Oh, um, so like we, years ago, we're like, we should totally make a podcast. This, that would be so fun. Because we, again, we're talking about book stuff. And then last year, Selena was like, hey, so what would you feel? Like, how would you feel if we actually did start this podcast? And I was like, yeah, count me 100% in, baby. <laughs> I was like, are you emotionally available for me to like take over your life? She's like, yeah. And I was like, are you sure? She's like, bring it. Honestly. Bring it on. Bring this it. Past like, year sect. We could yeah. like let this floor like friendship flourish. And that's a big thing to like go off of that too. What inspired you guys to start the podcast? I'm gonna tell you guys, I was a sad little biscuit last year. I had to go on like multiple medications to get my brain to be happy again. And um on top of like the pandemic and my business, like yeah. literally taking a hot like a punch in the gut and losing my family's income in the middle of the year while my husband like 
there was we were in the rough and I was really alone. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys were feeling super alone, too. Um, and then in the middle of that pandemic, we moved across the country where I knew no one. And I was like the closest family members I have are 16 hours away. So I have no family, no friends, no nothing. And um, I'm trying to my husband's gone for you know, 12 hours a day. So like, it's just me alone in this empty house. And I was just lonely and isolated. And I started having um, a lot of like intrusive thoughts and anxiety thoughts about like, just sorry to break, make this podcast, this comedy book podcast. Like, and then I started thinking about death. <laughs> like, nope. But I had like those moments, like, do you ever have those moments when you're like driving and you're like, if I like yeet like a little bit to the side, like we're going to die. Does that make sense? Or it's yes. like, what if I just what if I just like no no no, no. <laughs> oh that's like the TikTok guy to like yes. make this a little bit funny who's like he like stitches videos and they're like couples and it's like they're like doing it to like where the guy will dip the girl and it's like and nothing hurts anymore like those yeah. videos and he's like and then I stitches him watching he's like ha ha <laughs> 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 like <laughs> So, so it was kind of like I had like intrusive thoughts, but it was like worrying me. And I talked to like a therapist, you know, doctor about it, but it's like we're good guys. But I was like really my anxiety um, because I was alone and I was alone by myself. I was like starting to have these like worries about I was scared. Like I was like, I love my daughter so much and I don't want to be the only one that's like dependent on her. Like or like, you know, I'm like she, she's yeah. depending on me. So I need to get my crap together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need friends. I need people to really communicate with. And Anna and I had like she moved to Utah. We'd already been doing a long distance relationship yeah. for a solid six to nine months at that point. Mm -hmm. Just like texting each other and commenting on each other's stuff. And like if we thought something was funny, it was great. But I just like I was really, and this is like a Jesus moment. So I haven't even told you like any of this stuff. So you're hearing it for the first time. But I was like praying really hard. I was like, God, like I really feel so alone. Like I feel like, and I'm like, I don't want to go down. And I'm like trying to keep this as like happy and positive as I can. But like, guys, it was not a happy, positive place. It was a really dark, scary place. And I really worried about my life and my child's life. I was just really scared. And my husband couldn't be there for me in terms of support. And um I'm like trying not to like get emotional about this, but like the Lord was like, you already have so many people that love you. And um, I started like, I, oh, gosh, I'm trying not to like get emotional. Like, sweet, don't get emotional. Um, but oh I know I'm like, don't feel things. Oh, this is the worst. I hate this. But <laughs> I remember calling you, I was driving alone um, in a car and the thought came to me of like, what if you, cause I was, I was listening to podcasts 24 seven because I was alone. Like I was alone all the time. And so to make it feel like I wasn't alone, I would listen to podcasts because I was like, these people, they don't know it, but they're my friends because like mm -hmm. I, they keep those intrinsic thoughts away, those depressive thoughts away. I would have thoughts of like, I don't deserve to like live here. I don't deserve like, you know, just really like, I'm like trying yeah. not to be specific because I don't want to trigger anyone, but I had some really bad thoughts. So like I was listening to the podcast and I was like, I just wish I could have a podcast like this that makes me feel good, but it isn't like political and it isn't like it's about books and I want this, whatever. And I started like really being like, I just want to, I want something to listen to. And then I was like, I bet I'm not alone with that. And that's when the thought came to me of like, Anna is such an amazing person. And wouldn't it be great to like have someone, something to look forward to? Cause I didn't have a lot of that at that point. I had nothing to look forward to. And that was a really hard thing I was struggling with. Um, and I was like, if I knew that I was going to talk to Anna once a week and be able to just talk to her about books, then that would give me something to do. Like I could read books and talk about it. And um, 
I called you on the phone and I was like, so nervous. I was like, she's going to say no. I was just like ready to be hurt. I was like, I was like, I know I'm like sitting there. You're like, she just called me. And then she was like, you want to do a book podcast? And I was like, yeah. I know, like in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to like, I got this call from Celine and she's like, Hey, like, would you want to start this? And I was like, yes, like I do. I was preparing to be heard. Well, not really, but like, I knew that like with a podcast and I told her this beforehand, I was like, if we do this, I don't ever do anything halfway. And I was like, would you be down to do this for like a year? Like, you know what I mean? Like where it's like, at least for a year, once a week, we just sit down and we talk about these things because like, I need something to put energy in. I don't have anything to do right now besides yeah. like, so anyways, um, but Anna was like, yeah, I'd love to. And then I, I feel like the first like month and a half, I was like constantly apologizing for calling I, you. I literally had to be like, Celine, if you apologize to me one more time. Girl, I was low in my feels okay I was like <laughs> Satan was like you are the worst and I was like I am the worst and you really like I'm like I'm not trying to make this weird but like well I am I'm gonna make it weird I see I'm apologizing for being weird honestly Anna one of the things that has been amazing is like my friendship with you over the past like several months you have rebuilt my confidence in myself that like someone does care about me someone does miss me someone does enjoy my conversations like someone does find me funny you know what I mean and like that is something that I've just really appreciated about you that like I didn't expect from this podcast I just like as we've grown and it was really cool because right after that podcast thing I was like I called you a couple times because we were talking about book stuff. And I was like, can I like tell you about like some crazy stuff? And you were like, yeah. And then we talked about like real stuff, not just like superficial mm -hmm. friend book stuff. It was like, I'm struggling with this. I don't know if you're struggling with this, but this is something that I'm really having hard. And you're like, girl, same. Like I actually yeah. feel that way too. And like for the first time in, in over a year, I just really felt like I wasn't alone. And I was like, we need this podcast because and we want to like that's why I call it the comfort food yeah. podcast because I was like I want people to have the same like when you're talking to us like I want you to feel the way that I feel when I'm with Anna you know I want you to feel that too so anyways okay you can talk now but I was just like this no is that's bad. amazing honestly because I what's crazy is I was feeling like totally like the same way mm -hmm. like, I think that like take the pandemic even out of the picture like we had just moved to a whole new location. We had left all of our friends behind. I didn't have any new friends. I thought that I would be hanging out with my family all the time, but like, like they have their own lives. And mm -hmm. like, this is a low blow in my family, but like they never want to leave the house. So like you guys suck sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> but I was just stuck all the time, like having to drive my kid and myself to my parents' house just to like try to get some form of human interaction. Because yes. again, like my husband's working all day and he's working from home. And at the time we were living in a, like a tiny little apartment and his office was just in the living room. So like, he would just be like, Hey, I have a call. Like, do you think you could take Lincoln somewhere? So like, they don't oh. hear him. So I was always having to like be somewhere and find something to do with my time. I yeah. never knew what to do. So like totally ditto. Completely I think ditto. like, here's another thing too is, and I, I think we've talked about this on the podcast. Honestly, we've recorded like over 30 episodes. So if we've got, if we talked about it, I'm sorry, but it's fine. But like women were not meant to be alone. Women, like yeah. people raised villages would raise, the women would raise their children together in communities. And in the past mm -hmm. five to 10 years, I really have seen a decline of that. And it just feels like everyone has to be individualistic. Everyone has to be in their home and post pictures of their kids and their perfect lives. But like, mm -hmm. where's people being real? Where's people discussing how to like do things? And like, if you ask for questions, people look at you as like, do you know how to take care of your kid or whatever? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And what's even worse about that is I feel like, like we've gotten so good about talking about mental health lately mm -hmm. that like in my mind, whenever I'm like seeing someone or I'm like, like if they're depressed or they have anxiety, like they 
if they get on medication for life, they totally should. And that's totally fine. Like, I feel like I have a very open view about it. But then at the same time, like, if you turn that view on ourselves, like, why are we so always be like, well, I don't need that. Like, if, if yeah. I need that, like, there's something wrong with me. Like, I'm not meeting the expectations that have been set. So I'm like, there's oh definitely my gosh. Still a disconnect. Yeah, I think we talked about that on like the season depression episode of like, we're holding ourselves to standards that we would never hold anyone else to. Yeah. And we're holding ourselves to standards that like even a hundred percent us couldn't do. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, mm-hmm. I need to keep my house clean 24 seven. I need to whatever. And I think that we just are so lonely all the time. And like, it's hard. It's really hard. And luckily, like in over the past several months, like we've found each other. I've been able to like, hopefully you guys aren't like, is she okay? Is she okay? No, I'm good guys. Like yeah. I'm good. The sun is shining. My business is back. Like I've got Anna, like, and also we have um, like a really good church community here. That's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, like you really saved me and this podcast really saved me from from a lot of darkness and I've just been really grateful for it and that's why when people are like oh my gosh you're DMing us back I was like of course we're gonna message you back like yeah and like what you're not alone and we hope that by like making this podcast you don't feel alone you feel like Mm -hmm. we're right there with you hanging out and stuff like that but that's why we started the podcast was for purely selfish reasons like very selfish reasons (laughs) I didn't want to be sad anymore and I wanted Anna to be my friend (laughs) yeah and I think I said that to you I was like I want to be friends with you she's like we're already friends and I was like no I want to be friends I want to be friends like real good friends you know and you know how rare of that do you get someone that can do that um how did you guys know you were best friends that's the next question literally all of what we just said yes so I think it was I finally had to accept that Anna actually wanted to be my friend that's how I knew that like Anna was like I was telling her all of it's like it's like I'm Farah and she's Reese and I'm just sitting there like, okay, so here's this horrible thing about me. Do you still like me? Okay, so here's how I like pay attention to like every single detail. And this is how I love people. Do you still like me? Okay, you can you can back away at any point. Anna's like, I'm not moving. I'm not leaving. Like, Selena's fine. I know I come across very confident, but I'm actually a sad little biscuit. So sad little biscuit. Put that on a t-shirt. That's what's happening next. Okay, so now that we've gone real deep into our feels, um, we've got embarrassing stories and books you're ashamed to admit you're obsessed with, our listeners' unpopular opinions, and assumptions about us. Which one do you want? You can start reading these now that... Yeah. Um, we'll do... This one assumption about us is so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Katie Elizabeth um, put, like, Katie Elizabeth reads, put, you had Twilight posters on your bedroom walls, which is like, don't come for us, but yes, I did. And I definitely had Jacob on my wall, not because I liked Jacob, but because I was unhealthily obsessed with Taylor Lautner at the time. I tapped that. <laughs> yep. I tapped I had like the Jacob posters, the Jesse McCartney posters on my wall from Tiger Teen. You guys remember that? Tiger Teen, Tiger Teen. Yes. Where like all of the celebrities like say they're like in their like secrets. Like, oh my gosh. I'm like, oh my gosh. They're just yeah. like us. Oh, like Selena yep. Gomez. Like, she totally has that too. Yes. And girls would write in and be like, here are my embarrassing first kiss stories. And like, I devoured Tiger Teen. I was always buying new ones. I love that. My mom never let me buy them, so I checked them out from the library like a weirdo. That's what I love about libraries. That's on par, though. It's on brand. I know. Honestly, I'm I'm a microwaving <laughs> water person. Okay, who else am I? Have we? Yes, we published an episode, right? Yes, yeah. right. We have. We were talking about it again last night, though. Me and Selena were because I was boiling water because I was making tea, and she's like, "Honestly, is there a difference?" And I was like, "You know what? I'll be real with you. It does make me feel superior." To not have to boil my water. <laughs> I don't even know if we 
Did we publish an episode with, with Katie where I talked about microwaving water? We talked about it a lot on Instagram, but now I'm wondering. I think we did because we were talking about. I don't know because we we talked. I think about we did something. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah. If you haven't, honestly, can you help us? If you've listened, if you're listening to this and we haven't, like, and you've listened <laughs> you to our episodes, if you like tell us if we published that. Can you like let us know? Because like, Katie, Katie, have you listened to the episode? Katie. Um. Okay. So, Ishbel S says you have lots of friends or make friends easily. What, what you answer in the last one? Yeah. You do. Oh, I'm like, we just totally proved that wrong. I'm like, it's so hard for, like, we're in the friend dating stage with, like, a couple people that live near us, and I'm like, it's exhausting. I hate it so much. Yeah, she, like, calls me, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I just hung out with this person, and I was like, yeah, and she's like, and they were the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they were. Tell me how much, tell me how much you love me more than them. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's fine. I'm 25. I'm super confident in myself. Okay, I think, here's the deal. I think it's really easy to, like, I'm a very big extrovert, so for me, I can show up at a wedding party and be like, oh, my gosh, Miranda, we're BFFs, whatever. Like, I can, that's, like, part of my job is, like, to be like to make friends and I love making friends it's so fun to like have people but um besides surface level it's absolutely terrifying it is the most it's like okay. walking into the ocean and you can't see what's underneath your feet and you're like okay okay like I, I get really nervous and so for me like I can make fun friends very easily and that's really cool but if we're gonna talk anything personal like I have about 75 it's like um oh have you watched a Harry Potter sequel when he like like opens the like latch or whatever to like get in like you know what I mean you broke through all of those so good job yeah, yeah I struggle I struggle all right okay on top of do... okay actually we're gonna do our listeners on popular opinions and even if we just talk about one actually we'll talk about two and I have thoughts on two of them, mostly one of them. Anyways, the first one I'll say is I'd wait. The first one that was sent to us is I'd way rather read a book with a flimsy plot and a great romance than vice versa. And man, I've definitely been in moods like that. Like, I think that's the mood I've been in the past couple, like your last year or so. I've been like, I just want to read a romance because I've been reading very heavily. Okay, perfect. Okay, go ahead. Okay, that sound good. I'm going to start over. Okay, so I'll just. So this one says, I'd way rather read a book with a flimsy plot and a great romance than vice versa. And I definitely can relate to this because I feel like the past week and a half, I've been in that mood where I just want to read a good romance. Because lately, I've just been reading books with heavy, like it's very plot driven and there's heavy world building and there's like lore that you have to learn. And so I've just been like, I just need like kiss, kiss, get married. Like I just need something like that. Lately, that's been me too. And I just think like normal. So I love world building too, but I just think, I think it's because we've been doing so many series and I think we never stop reading. So it's been rough, but I'm excited to read Renegades. I also Mm -hmm. feel like starting a book is the hardest thing ever. So, like, if I'm starting a book, then it takes me, like, a good two weeks to start the book. And I think that's why, like, people are, like, I have a book buying addiction and not as and a book reading addiction very separate. Because, yeah. But I think, I think, read a book with a flimsy pot and a great romance. I think it's fine. I cannot stand stupid main characters, though. I, like, can't do it. I can't either. I'm too picky. I've read too many books. I'm like, there are other books I could be reading right now where she isn't being an idiot. Yes. And I'm fine with a great character that more that grows. Like we're good with that. Elizabeth Bennett yeah. and Joe, they were not perfect characters in the beginning and that's why I love them. But they had redeeming qualities about them that made me 
like love them they had the good save the cat which by the way can we like literally after this episode record an entire book entire episode about save the cat because i'm ready um yes we can good perfect james potter isn't a good character go off anna fight me right now fight me i will fight you no i'm just kidding i won't really fight you but i have words i'm like he is the perfect example of like a character like character growth because he starts out as this you know the, the unravel the whole story and put it out of order from the books he starts out as this character who's young and arrogant and he's like like he he's cocky he knows he's good he comes from a good family he knows he's probably gonna do well in school he's really good at quidditch and so he's you know he's got these friends of his that they roam the grounds Mm -hmm. and he's just an idiot little kid but most teenagers are like that so like then he starts growing up he meets lily she forces him to like face some things about himself that maybe he like doesn't look very good on him and he realizes that then to like the war happening and he steps up and becomes this character that is like very selfless i mean and obviously we don't know that much about james like we always know way more about harry but just I like what I've done. You've read this series so much that you just like really have built out James so well for me, and I love that. Thank you. Please yeah. write Marauders. I like. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm like he's the perfect like he's a dumb teenager. All dumb teenagers are like that, and then yeah. like it goes from him growing and he's a bully to Snape to to even Lily stepping in and being like, no, like this is so dumb. Why are you treating him like this? To like him maybe not apologizing like he should, but leaving it behind. Like, yeah. leaving it in the past years once. And, like, the last thing you see of him is him being, like, a father to Harry and wanting to protect them. And yeah. that's just, like, that – he just is a perfect character. Like, because you don't go too deep into him. He's not he's not totally multifaceted. He just has good character growth, and he's exactly, like, what he needs to be. So, that's yes, a, he yeah. is a good character. I feel I like think. Lucas Gray is a very good, similar personality to James Potter. Ooh, yeah. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. love lucas gray mm. i love him i also feel like james potter this is like a we don't know a lot about harry's grandparents mm-hmm. no we don't know anything about them at all and so i'm wondering if james like in order to fight against voldemort the potters were a very big family name i also don't know why harry's grandparents don't like are, are why are like they're dead, they're, they're dead. They're dead. But we don't know why or anything i mean you can correct me girl you're the expert in this series but like my question about that is like did james have to sever a relationship with his parents to go because was he raised like no he that the malfoys was raised in fact, even Sirius, like it's mentioned in the books that Sirius like left his family because they mm-hmm. were just so against his ideals and what he was thinking and lived with the potters and they like welcomed him with open arms like they basically he became like another son for them I love that. I forgot about that. Man, I need to like, I wish there was a Marauder's book. I will. I I bought the whole series. I literally read them. We should do, we should 100% do like a live Harry Potter reading. We can be like, hey guys, we're reading the whole Harry Potter series. Read it with us. Spoilers be danged. Like, I'm like, if you haven't read Harry Potter at this point, Instagram, come on, come on. A couple of years ago, JK Rowling came out with like a chapter piece of um it's in the perspective of a policeman in england Mm -hmm. but it's like a snippet of james and sirius and it is like so fun to read yeah it was on pottermore when pottermore like before it went through all the updates and stuff so i wonder if we could find it again but okay it's super fun to read i'm down you should have a break in between reading that's my yeah 
Um, you probably should, but do I? No. I just want to feel it high again. What did I say no. yesterday? It's better than drugs, Jeremy. <laughs> like, it's so, so good. I love reading books. This is amazing. Jeremy. <laughs> yes. Love that. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like I think it's a smart idea to have a break in between reading books because it's like a palate cleanser because sometimes I'll be trying to explain a plot to Anna and then I'll be like, wait, I think that was two books ago. I think that this book, this didn't happen, but this, like, I don't know characters' names a lot of the time. In fact, when we're recapping books, I'm like, what was their name? What was their name? Because I yeah. read books so fast, I don't know sometimes the characters' names, but I love reading so much and there's so many books out there. There will never stop being books so for me i'm like i have to keep reading there's like it's an addiction never stop (laughs) okay books you're ashamed to admit you're obsessed with i wrote this down because some like multiple people said this and celine knows more about this than i do the after series it's like a harry potter fan fiction harry styles harry styles oh that's why i don't know anything about it this isn't the one that katie wrote is it no, this is not. No, Katie did not write a fan fiction that blew up. She wrote a fan fiction that blew up, but she it didn't get turned into a Netflix movie. Okay, explain this to me. What? Oh! <laughs> I just realized what this was. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded so weird. seen the look on your face like <laughs> it's like oh it's like because... Frankenstein coming to life Frankenstein's monster coming to life there you're like oh I was like oh my gosh because I do know what this is I do know what this is because Cole Sprouse or whatever twin it is is in the second movie yeah right yeah okay yeah but do you um, know like the story of it and everything I don't know the complete story. I've just – do you guys know Alex Myers on YouTube? He does, like, recaps yes. and reactions to, like, movies and, and TV shows and stuff. So him. I watched his videos about this, and basically he was just like, yeah, he they're both not good people who are obviously not good for each other. Why can't they let each other go? Like, Okay, we just have to understand this is a Wattpad series. Wattpad. That's the basis of this series. so much more sense. This is mm-hmm. where it came from, and therefore that's where it stays. So basically Anna Todd, bless her soul – um wow i'm going full southern here honestly i think she's a wonderful person who wrote really good books who are like fun and honestly if you love that girl go go for it um or if you're a man go for it man um but i think she wrote it this is like and someone is sitting there like no celine that's not what happened but like when i was like doing a deep dive (laughs) through wikipedia like three like a long time ago it was she wrote it as harry styles fan fiction and then it turned into a like a book from wattpad like i think she started it and then it ends up turning that's what yeah. Turner Glass started as. That's why he's like British and like has an accent and is like dark and brooding. And I'm like, Harry, are you brooding? Harry, I know you're listening to this because <laughs> you listen to the other one. <laughs> Harry, I know you listen to this podcast. Harry, are you brooding? Would you consider yourself brooding? <laughs> if this ever blew up, can you imagine if someone sent that to him and is like, we're talking about this? He's brooding. I'll say this though. I don't think he is a brooding person. This is so weird that I even know this, but. Taylor Swift is releasing more versions of her albums to do like the Taylor's version. Yes. And the song she wrote about Harry Styles, he's like, yeah, I'll be like, I'll feature myself on that. I'll be on that song about me. So I'm like, he seems like a pretty chill dude. 
He seems pretty funny. He also, like, does, like, late night shows and stuff. I think, like, at least the persona that we've been given of him, he's a good guy. But anyways, yeah. but I guess, like, the after series was written. Now, granted, Katie's version, I did read a solid 30 chapters of her fan fiction. <laughs> Katie Elizabeth Reads has the best fan fiction on Harry Styles. It's so dark and broody and, like, amazing, and I love it. Why is this episode dedicated to Katie? I don't, I'm so sorry. Katie's sitting there just, like, walking her dog, like, Maple. <laughs> Why do I know so much about Katie? Like, she's been on here, like, three times. If you don't know who we're talking about. We're not obsessed with her or anything. <laughs> we only want to, like, go visit her in England, and it's fine. Okay. But anyways, I do know that, like, there's, like, this weird scene in, like, a river, and it's not, it's not, like, your grandmother's scene, if you know what I'm talking about. Like, there are things that are done in that scene that, like, but what is crazy is, like, they definitely, I haven't seen the movie either, because it's on Netflix. The trailer has, like, the, like, a, like, some footage of the river, and I just remember everyone being, like, the river's in there. That means that the scene is in there. And I'm, like, no! <laughs> oh, I wonder what it is. I, the only thing I know, really, about this series and I don't know if it happened. I can tell you books. the scene after this, after we are not recording oh, this. You will have to 100% tell me. I'm very just, curious. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how else to say it in like a way that is not, like someone's someone's kid is listening to this. My aunt's, Stephen is like, my aunt's kid is like probably like eight, nine, 10, 11, I don't know. And I'm like, I can't. So like first, first yeah. Stephen, we're not. It's fine. We'll wait. The only thing I know though is that, and I don't know if the book did this or just the movie, but that. At the ending of the first book and then the beginning of the second book changes the end. Like, the beginning of the second book changes the ending of the first book. Wait, really? Yeah, like, there was a definite ending and you're like, whoa, I can't believe that happened. And then the first book starts, or the second book starts and you're like, wait, they changed that. That didn't actually happen. That just happened in his head? Like, what? I don't know. Anna Todd wrote five books for that whole series. So. Whoa. Yeah. Do you want me to just read the back of that? Yes, I'm very curious now. Now a major motion picture. Experience the internet's most talked about book from Anna Todd, the writer Cosmopolitan called the bitterest, the bitterest, the biggest literary, the biggest literary phenomenon of her generation. Now with a new exclusive material. There was a time before Tessa met Harden. Why am I reading this? Before Tessa met Harden and there's everything after. Life will never be the same. Just kidding. I'm sticking with this. Hashtag Hessa. <laughs> hashtag Hessa. Yeah. Harry Harden, you see what I mean? Tessa is a good girl with a sweet, reliable boyfriend back home. She's got direction, ambition, and a mother who's intent on keeping her that way. But she's barely moved into her freshman dorm when she runs into Harden. With his tousled brown hair, cocky British accent, and tattoos, Harden is cute and different from what she's used to. But he's also rude, to the point of cruelty even. For all his attitude, Tessa should hate Harden, and she does, until she finds herself alone with him in his room. Something about his dark mood grabs her, and when they kiss, it ignites within her a passion she's never known before. He'll call her beautiful, then insist he isn't the one for her, and disappear again and again. <laughs> been there, girl, been there. Despite the reckless way she, he treats her, Tessa is compelled to dig deeper and deeper and find the real Harden beneath all his lies. He pushes her away again and again, until... Yet every time she pushes back, he only pulls her in deeper. I feel like they said that three times in the description. Tessa already has the perfect boyfriend, so why is she trying so hard to overcome her own hurt, pride, and Harden's prejudice about nice girls like her? Unless, dot, 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 could this be love? Okay, this sounds bad. Like, he sounds like not a good person at all with no hope. Like, he's just like a liar, and he's like, you're not the one for me. I just want to sleep with you, but like get away from me. And she's like, but he could be, he, I can change him. I dated so many of them. 
They were the worst. Girl, get like you can't change him. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've cried to a Taylor Swift song? <laughs> Being like, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, anyways, but this person liked the book and said that they're great, and then like anonymously put that they loved them. So. but they're ashamed to admit it so I mean like do that what you will um so we've never I've never read it but you've read Shatter Me and someone's ashamed to admit that they're obsessed with them go ahead they are did you already talk about House of Night was I missing that I was reading I just not talked about it yet you're fine I'll talk about the Shatter Me series um I think that's hilarious first of all I need to pull up the um Goodreads thing on it really quick I can grab it if you want to explain what you know because you're the other one that's read Shatter Me no okay you know what actually this i was so dumb i literally i have not read the shatter me series and no lie no lie every time i go into barnes and nobles i pick the first book up to read. <laughs> i i know almost by heart the stupid back page cover about a girl with really little touch who can't touch anyone or else she'll kill them and i'm like and like the book starts and they're in this like facility and she's alone and she hears this other voice next to her and i'm like why haven't i just read it why haven't i just read the stupid shatter me series I know nothing about the series, so I'm just like, yes, read Anna. I but should. After, after you've read Illum- the Illuminati Files, because honestly, I'm I'm mad. I'm mad that you haven't read it yet. Oh, maybe I won't read it. The literally the first three reviews on Goodreads are all one stars. The highest rated reviews are all one stars. Maybe I'll read it just for the trip. Do it, <laughs> do it. Read the trash. I'll stick anyway. around for trash if it's got a good makeout scene or two. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so- very true. House of Night. Have you read that one? Uh, yeah. House of Night was that one. T- Remember, like a couple episodes back, I was talking about how I like thought I could write a book, but I ripped off Mark? so bad the House of Night series. The yeah. Mark ones. Oh, That's Mark is the House of Night. Series. Oh my gosh! I almost bought that as a joke. Like I, I literally almost believe- bought. <laughs> oh, I can't even believe that this person read all of them. I. I haven't read all of them because there's, there's like 12. 12 books in the series. There's 12. Yeah. But it's got vampires. Does it? It does have vampires. Where did I see the word vampire? I saw vampire yeah, and no, there's like vampire. this is a vampire book. It's not. What happens like you get like marked with this crescent moon on your forehead and you like turn into a vampire. You have to be like attacked by someone I think. It's been a long time since I've read it. But like. It's like that TikTok. It's like I've gone wow, into the woods. That series was crazy. Why have I not been attacked? Why have I not been turned into a fae? Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't see any man being able to, like, come on, come on. Like, I need, it's like that person, like, you have to be attacked. I'm like, okay, so how do I do that? I'm like, here's what I remember from that series. Is I remember that she was making out with her professor and he groped her boob. That was weird for me to read. I know, it was super weird. And then I think a couple books later, there's like this demon bird man and her best friend turns evil and there's like a love- Wait, this is not spoiler friendly. No, this is not. I'm sorry. (laughs) Someone just sitting there like, what? No. There's honestly like- Someone's going to send us another email. We've gotten many emails. We're so sorry. And they're just sitting there like- Who's reading our series right now? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Who's reading it? Someone probably is. And they're obviously, they're of course going to listen to this episode and like send us an email like, how could you? I'm crying in my car right now. I'm actually really sorry. They're like, I'll never listen to you again. I'm like, I'm so sorry. We're the worst. (laughs) We're so sorry. Okay. Anyways, I really do want to know. So from now on, just skip 40 seconds if you're not going to listen to this. Go. Okay. Now finish your sentence. Oh, well, just like her, 
her best friend turns evil somehow. And these aren't even like spoilers compared to like the actual plot of the story. Mm-hmm. But there's this like bird demon people who appear and one of them ends up kind of being good. And there's like this weird love interest plot between the evil like best friend and the bird man now. And that's all I remember. That's a trip. A and trip. that's how like whenever my husband's like, what are you reading? I'm like, please don't ask me. Like, don't please can't explain it to you i honestly can't tell you this without sounding like a straight-up psychopath or a schizophrenic like i'm I like know. this is this person like we just we can't we can't yep. okay embarrassing stories from our listeners we'll end with those yeah okay first right. off do you want me to read reagan's yes yeah okay so reagan says I was in the car on a first date with my future husband and I couldn't hold in the most silent and deadliest fart of my entire life. It was so nasty that I could taste it. Oh no. We were both gagging and the smell just wouldn't go away for a solid five minutes with the windows rolled down. I blamed it on a cow farm then realized that we were nowhere near one. So I blamed it on the construction we were passing, wondering if we were passing a broken sewage line or something. He just agreed and we moved on while I tried not to let another one rip. Three months later, he confessed that he knew it was me all along, that I sucked at lying, and that he was very impressed with my farting skills. I died of embarrassment all over again, but figured he's a keeper if he could love me after a fart like that. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I definitely have had a moment or two like that where I'm just like, um, I'll just see myself out. Like, great to meet you. Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. This fun, but I'm going to go die. I will, if you ever see me in public again, don't. Like, I never want you to know. We will don't never acknowledge this. I have had a moment. I'll explain, I'll share an embarrassing moment of mine another time where this happened. Okay. And like I'm gonna save it for a cold open. Okay, Do go. It. Katie's Do go. Read- this is a different Katie. Katie. This is not Katie Elizabeth reads. This is a different no. Okay, embarrassing moment number one. It was my very first semester of college. I didn't go there knowing anyone beforehand, so all my friends were brand new. I was used to being not your typical girl, one of the guys, because the girl-to-guy ratio growing up was skewed that way. So, trying to be one of the guys, I decided I would wrestle a few dudes that I had recently befriended. Oh my gosh. They were wrestling each other, and I wanted to join in. Well, all was going well and fine until one of them pins me in a weird way, and I fart super loud. Oh my gosh! Everyone froze, literally, and this one girl who I thought was my friend totally called me out. She was watching, and she goes, did you just fart? That was so loud. I wanted to die as all the guys are pushing All the girls were laughing hysterically. Um, that girl is not your friend. That girl is not. No, she's not. This is the perfect example. I was you, too. I was one of the guys. My whole life, I had mostly guy friends. Like, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends, and so I'm like, I can relate to that. That girl was calling you out. She was not being your friend. She was jelly. She was a jelly girl. I was just jelly. Okay, last embarrassing moment. My husband had flown me out to meet his parents and to propose. One night after his parents had gone to bed before us, we were obviously making out pretty hardcore in the room right next to next next to theirs. The next morning, his dad pulled him aside and told him that the next time they'd appreciate it if if we were a little quieter because the walls were thin and they could hear everything, which was awful because I was trying to make a good impression. I have so much secondhand embarrassment because that's like the most terrifying thing to happen. No, when we go visit family, I'm like, Jalen, don't touch me the entire time we're here. Get yes. your hand. Don't even touch my shoulder. Get away from me. Like, <laughs> Okay, Um, same, but Tanner thinks it's funny. Like, he loves to see, like, my reactions to things. Like, he's, like, poking. No. So whenever he does that, I'm just, like, please. he's, like, tries to kiss me in front of his parents or whatever. And I'm just, like, please stop. I know I've been married and we have a child now, but I want your mother to think I'm a virgin. Please. <laughs> literally same i'm oh also the gosh. same at my parents house i'm like dad i am i remember i told him i was pregnant 
I was like, I'm pregnant. My dad's like, oh, so, so you, okay. So you guys figured it out. And I was like, yep. Yep. He's like, congratulations. <laughs> and I was like, yep. Glad yep. to know that we had that conversation. <laughs> cool. yep. I know there always is that little bit of moment. It's like, nobody really, like everyone obviously knows, but it never has to be said until you're like, I'm pregnant. And then everyone's like. I'm so glad to be out of the first year of marriage when everyone is like, so how's everything going? So how's everything Oh, literally going? the, the day after we got married and our reception was at this hotel and we, it was like outside. And like part of the, the thing where I'm not explaining this good. Part of the deal of us doing a reception there was that they would give us a honeymoon suite. Oh, okay. But like a lot of people came in from out of town and were staying at that same hotel so, like, the morning after, we went down to have breakfast, and there's, like, my parents and my friend, like, my best friend from childhood, and her parents are there, and we're like, hi, yeah, I, we'll have breakfast with all of you, sure, no, nothing happened last night, don't worry. <laughs> it was so weird. I would literally die. I, like, I'm so glad that that part of my life is over. I'm so yep. glad that, like, I don't have to make eye contact with my parents after that, because that... My mom, I remember my mom picking up from the airport, or no, she was driving me to the airport, me and Tanner to the airport, and, like, she, like, she, like, pulled me aside, she was, like, is everything good? How did it all go? And I was, like, good. She was, like, did you? And I was, like, I don't know. She's, like, okay, cool. And, like, that was the only <laughs> words that happened, and I was just sitting there, like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's been 24 hours. we got on this conversation, but, like, yeah, same. My, I don't my know. My mom was, I- like, is, is everything good? You okay? You like, and my dad didn't even look at me. He was just in his office, just, like. <laughs> My mother-in-law packed us a bag, Celine, to, like, open in our hotel room that night. That does not surprise me. No. I, I'll say right here now. She's – Linnell, my mother-in-law, is the most sex-open person I've ever talked to in my entire life. Love it. Love it now. But, like, it was so funny then. She was like, here's your bag of clothes. And, like, I left a little surprise in there for you, too. Have a good night. <laughs> so and that's funny. as much as I can have on this conversation on the air. But – with that, we're going to leave you guys. We're going to leave you in the mystery of our sex life and um, all of the things. I mean, we're we're great. I mean, we actually are. Like, everything's good in there. Husbands are – never mind. That was Lee's awkwardly getting too much into it. Okay, so if you want to follow us, follow us on Nellabound Podcast <laughs> Instagram. And if you can, you can look it up, Nellabound Podcast on Facebook. Yep. And yeah. also – Yep, Anna is cool, and I'm cool, I'm and cool. you're cool. Also, if you want to leave us a review on yes. Google, or yeah. like Google Podcast, or Apple even like even too. Apple, I was saying Google and it sounded wrong, Apple Podcast, um, that would actually mean a lot to us. It really helps our like statistics, and it kind yes. of pushes us a little bit. So like, yes. we love you guys, and we know that you love us, so if you just, if you can leave us a review, that would be awesome. Yes, if you love us, you'll, you'll do it. Yeah. Do we just talked about our sex lives. So we should do it. It wasn't really, we didn't really didn't talk about it, but anyways. Okay. So I'm going to get off now. This is the best episode I've ever recorded in my life. Bye guys. See you later. This is great. This is not, this is not a dumpster fire. Bye. Bye.